Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. I like to start with a rock intro. We always start musically, don't we? Okay, let's not. Let's Dan. We're not going to start musically this time. Okay, not start we're going to do it. What's the opposite music? Non-musical. Really, really boring, I guess. So we can't do that because we're too talented. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, maybe do some artistic. Like, should we do? Wait, how would we do like a, a theatrical? Intro, like uh, do it like a drama. Like Pretend we're the night of the f- yeah yeah. Okay, maybe you do that, and uh, well, you you do a monologue, and I'll do something. Do you what like date is going to come out? The eighth of July. No, we know that. But yeah, we just did it, so I could do like it was the ninth. Yeah, the eighth of July. Yeah, yeah. do it. Oh, right, hit hit it, Dan. It was the morning of the eighth of July, and whilst others awoke from their weary beds. <laughs> Got their train or their car to work on a solitary commute that they hated. Sorry, music. They thought, what, what could be worse than this awesome commute? <laughs> I hate my life and I hate my job. How can I survive? I know what I'll do to make it worse. What? I'll listen to Drunken Comedian Podcast by Matt Haas. No one's ever done that. <laughs> and as they listened to the Drunken Comedian Podcast, they thought, oh, actually, this guy's not bad. And then they thought to themselves, I'll listen to another one on the way back home from work. However, he only releases it monthly. (laughs) So he decided to flick on what was recommended on iTunes. And what was recommended, Dan? What was recommended was this, the 22nd episode of Mills! Yeah! Yeah. High five! Oh, I wasn't a good high five. Woo! Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, spanking a baby. Mm. Uh, are we, are we going to be masculine men this episode? Should we be alpha males? Uh, are we, we alpha males this episode, Dan? Yeah! Yeah! Ah! Have protein! I once had some broccoli! <laughs> and some porridge! <laughs> How are we today? Uh, I... Are we... Are we kind of like a married couple where we answer as we now? Like, uh, oh, we went to the park and we had porridge yeah. and uh, we're feeling a bit hormonal. Matt, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you feeling today? Okay, you broke off that train of thought fast. Didn't you? You're like, do not want to be associated with that. <laughs> I'm just trying to create this relationship, Dan. Why are you so hesitant? Uh, I guess I put up a barrier, I guess you could say. Well, I, the whole point of this podcast is me tearing down that barrier. Let, let me love you, Dan. I'll think about it. You, you know what? Uh, we and Dan haven't discussed this, but um, the way we we run these episodes is that um, I will edit the podcast and I'll send over uh, something called the pod log, some uh, notes I reckon I should take it out. Mostly we leave it in, um, which you probably have realised by now. Uh, however, we um, I send it over to Dan and Dan puts his critique on it. So should we keep it? Should we keep it? His notes. And on episode 19, we did the, the pub quiz, didn't we, Dan? We did. And I said in the notes that it was actually a really sweet moment where we, t- we have a nice connection there. And I go, oh, Dan, it was really sweet. We talk about really intimate things. And I said, oh, Dan, I think I love you. And his response was, 
I don't feel the same way about you. <laughs> I was like, way to break up with me over podlog notes. Uh, can I just uh, back myself? I don't know if we don't really discuss my 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 the edit notes that we, I send you. Yeah, yeah, what I for good is, reason, Dad. Because you know, obviously, I um, I copy and paste what you've sent, and then I in red writing write what yeah. I put. Yeah. Have you noticed how hilarious I am in these? Oh, you are hilarious. Have you? We ha- I haven't discussed it with you because I just... But you hadn't mentioned how funny it was and I was uh, like, no, oh, no, this is annoying me. They like, haven't... Uh, the one the other day we sent where you had written in the ep- edit notes and this is no surprise <laughs> yeah. to people that you put this. Yeah, you put, I know. You, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Matt wrote in the edit notes quite a long paragraph and in it, at the bottom he said, I just... Um, also, FYI... You, there's a, we interrupt each other quite a bit in this. Can you stop? In, like maybe. It's like, can, you stop inter- can you can stop? You stop can we hear quite a lot? So yeah. Stop doing can you that. stop cutting me off um, in certain things I say? And I, and I in red writing wrote just midway through <laughs> yeah. the paragraph. I don't interrupt you. And I was very proud of myself. And yeah, you you are very funny in those things. However, um, right to put in the. The most vague and simplistic terms. Some of the things we do cut out, and you'd be amazed. Because some people go, "Wait, is this edited?" I thought it's just a torrent of filth that comes out of there. Yeah. No, we do cut things out. Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a whole file of stuff we cut out. Yeah, and most that's Dan, and uh, Dan likes to say things in the room which we definitely can't broadcast. It's, it's obviously just a joke. Um, he doesn't mean it seriously. You don't. You don't mean it seriously. No, I don't. No, no, no. However. <laughs> However, he does play in that in the notes, and he can make, he knows it makes me uncomfortable, but he says it anyway. You know, my dad, ten times worse than my dad. <laughs> but anyway, how are you, man? I'm good, thank you. Uh, yeah, the sun is shining, and yeah, just ready to do some podcasts! Podcasts! Yeah, episode 22! Um, but there is something you want to discuss, isn't there, Matt? Well, I... I Dan, last week you told us about Istanbul. I did. Uh, and because you are a jet setter now, you also went on another holiday, didn't you? I did go on another holiday, yes. Uh, so tell us about that. Where, where's it book to? Uh, me and my friends were going to go to Slovenia for the week. So, you know. Very um, underrated country, very beautiful. So not Magaluf or anything no. like that. Slovenia! Slovenia, yeah. We were going to do Lake Bled, the Bugiana. Again, uh, Dan told me he was going to Lake Bled. Lake Bled, that is like that is like the creepiest place you can ever go. Just a, I imagine just a lake full of blood, if you know what I mean. It's lake, very pretty though. Lake Bled. Lake Bled. From <laughs> Nottingham. I am. Um, we're gonna get sued one of these days. Yeah. That, um, That's a thing we'll cut out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we went to. Um, we were on our way to Stansted Airport. Yeah. To go to Slovenia on the Monday. That date's important. And, um, it's, it's important because you know a po- uh, we release our podcast on Monday. Of course, um, is that, is that, we were like, guys, listen to how funny I am. Yeah, and uh, we went on our way to the airport, and uh, my friend Dan. Yeah, that's right. I also have a good friend also called Dan. Other Dan, other Dan. I've... You've met him. Oh, is is he from Oxford? He is. Well, he, you've been to Oxford. He lives in Oxford. He's obviously from Essex originally. What was that time he went to see football in Oxford? The worst game of football I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I ever, I ever discussed it. Yeah. Tell us again. Tell us again. <laughs> Two of our guy, oh god damn it. Uh, anyway, I, um, yeah, we were on our way to the airport and uh, he got a text to say that the flight was cancelled. Oh shit, man. So there's a bit of drama there. So, um, uh, why was it cancelled? Uh, because of thunderstorms. Oh, in okay. So they were like, it's fine, we'll just put you on the next flight. Next flight. This is Monday evening, so we thought, sweet, the next flight is always going to be the next day. Or even a couple hours. Yeah, they fly like three times a day to Little Bugiana, so it's not the capital of Slovenia. Geography lesson. Um, so it's, um, it's not too bad. We'll just wait, you know. And it's not like we had anything planned the next day anyway. Yeah. That was just going to be our free day to walk around the city. So we weren't losing out on anything. 
And we thought, yeah, that's fine. We'll just get put on the next one. So we asked EasyJet, hey, can we be uh, put on the next flight? They said, yeah, of course. And they uh, came back to us to say that the next available flight was Sunday. <laughs> so six days. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if you only... Well, you had Basically, a... the day we were going to come back on yeah. holiday was the day we were going to fly on holiday. And obviously, we booked a holiday off work, so that, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but that's so inconsiderate as well. To be like, hey, our next flight is, you know, at the end of your holiday. It's like... Oh, yes. Yeah. So, what did you do instead? So, in the end, we um, we looked at quite a few options, flying into somewhere else, maybe nearby. So, you wanted to go somewhere else. Well, we still want to go to Slovenia. So, our first port, of course, to find an airport other than Ljubljana that Venice is quite nearby. We could fly into and oh. then just get a car hire. Oh, you know, I see. Find, make yeah, our way so get into Slovenia. Anyway. Yeah, make yeah. our way into Slovenia from there. Uh, Graz Airport was nearby in Austria, but unfortunately, the logistics weren't quite. The flight times weren't quite there in terms of getting back, and yeah. they were quite a bit more expensive than what we'd paid to go to Slovenia. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that couldn't happen for various reasons. But we were like, okay, it's fine. Uh, EasyJet were going to refund us the money. They were very good about that. So we thought, well, we'll just put this money towards another flight. The problem we have then is it's very difficult. We obviously paid ages ago for these Slovenia yeah. flights. They were a very good price. It's very difficult to get the same priced flights the day off yes. anywhere in yeah. Europe. Like, flights to Europe are cheap, but not, I mean, I do it for a living now. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. I mean, so it's not it's not difficult. So it's not easy. So um, the only place that was affordable was really Milan. In the end, Milan. I've never been to Milan, but I've, Italy's somewhere I've been a lot, and I really enjoy Italy. So I'm never going to complain. Well, so uh, that flight was from Luton this time. Bit okay. of a bitch to get to, but my dad lives near there, so we thought we could crash it here. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Anyway, so we uh, yeah we we decided to book a flight to Milan. That then came with all the. This is all happening, by the way. That the same night our flights were cancelled. Mm-hmm. So it's quite early in the morning, we're still trying to decide where to go. Because we want to go somewhere, we've taken time off holiday. It's frustrating to just be like, well, I guess we don't go anywhere. Especially yeah. when you've planned all of this Slovenia trip. Yeah. So yeah. we found, uh, yeah, we got ourselves an Airbnb, we organised the flights and everything, da 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 Anyway, so we went to Luton, and we got there, flight was at seven, uh, got there in good time, had some food... Flight was delayed slightly. Oh, didn't really make it. Didn't really matter there. But it? everything was good. Everything's good. Yeah. So flight was delayed a bit, but didn't really. You know, what's the sake of an hour delay when you've had all this hassle? <laughs> you've been delayed by a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you know we've had this hassle of having to re-hold, rebook a whole holiday. Um, and then it got delayed another hour. Then it got delayed like another hour. Then it just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed until eventually it was midnight. Oh my god! And we were meant to have left by seven, so now we were thinking, oh god, like we're going to end up getting. I'd already messaged the Airbnb man to say, FYI, we're going to be getting there quite late. I don't know logistically how that works. Cause he was going to come and collect us. So, oh wow, um, yeah. And, and basically, long story short, also got cancelled. <laughs> so it didn't go anywhere in the end. You had two flights cancelled on two you. Two flights cancelled on me. Yeah. You work for to different places from different airports. Oh my god. You are not good luck, you know. Also, that Milan flight was the only flight cancelled that day, that whole day. Oh my god. The whole day. So why was it cancelled? I think it was something to do with um, the weather in Milan again. So the weather in Slovenia fucked us over, and then the weather in Milan fucked us I mean, they are close to each other, Milan and Italy, but like... Anyway, yeah. Dan, you know, like, Greekmas, um, last week we did Oedipus, uh, and a plague followed him around whenever he did something bad. It's the same with you. Uh, it's like, do you have you done something negative in which, like, uh, every flight you go to and book on is cancelled? Is... Maybe, yes. Yeah. I mean, this is actually... The, I mean, I've done a lot of travelling, and this was the first time this ever happened to me, so yeah. I must say that, to be fair. Yeah. Like, it's not like a, a huge... Yeah. But uh, are you going to rebook to go elsewhere? Um, well, 
I'd like to go to various places at the end of the year, maybe. Maybe we could friend Matt Hoss. Yeah. Or maybe other people. Uh, yeah, probably other people. Wow. So well, me and you have talked before. Now, this is maybe a bit ahead of our time in terms of our relationship. But um, <laughs> we, have, we have toyed, haven't we, Matt, at some point doing a live from Athens myth? Uh, we, I, we talked about doing like a live from the Parthenon kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. I mean, live from the Acropolis. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how legal that would be, but it would it'd be great though, wouldn't it, right? Or failing that, live from Peterborough Services. Well, they're yeah. on the two. Yeah. Uh, like, they're both is extreme and uh, crowded. Yeah, so unfortunately it's a bit frustrating, really. Uh, I haven't gone anywhere. Because travel insurance will give me the money back. But it doesn't really account for the fact yeah, that it's annoying. I haven't gone anywhere. Uh, what did you do instead? I uh, went to Bath in the end. Woo! Bath's very nice, actually. Did you go to Comedia be... in Bath? No, I didn't. Oh, I haven't played there. They haven't booked me. Is so... it like a good like, comedy club? Comedy yeah. club, yeah. yeah. Roman baths are very nice, though, actually. Yeah. And that leads us on to... Uh, but the other thing, talking about going back to Istanbul, the next thing we were going to discuss is a we uh, is an email you got whilst I was away in yes, Istanbul. Yes, I, um, I was going to This was the holiday that actually did go ahead, and I yeah. actually did go there. Whilst you were away on your fandangled uh, uh, holiday, I... Well, we received uh, a very interesting email. It was just an image. It was like, oh, it's probably another spam. Uh, spam bot from Fakar Butt. Uh... Uh, just an image, no high... No, no text whatsoever, just an image. Just an image. And okay. I clicked on it, it was sideways. So I flipped around my phone and had a look. And I'm looking at it right now. And it says, progress report for, uh, colon, critical thinking. Student comment. And I realised that this is Dan's report card. It's a school report from uh, my critical thinking lessons at A-level. May I read it out, Dan? The f- uh, For those of you who um, are new to this um, episode... You'll, oh, yes, you should know that in other um, in other episodes we discussed the fact that in cri- my critical thinking A level I got a U and I found my um, basically the, the marks yes, I got yeah. it is horrendous. It is. It's back. like twenty two out of two hundred or something stupid <laughs> like that. that wasn't episode it? fourteen or fifteen, yeah. uh, fourteen we found a uh, thingy, and uh, yeah, and uh, and considering that critical thinking is about developing and creating an argument. I've obviously got the world's worst opinions because it, this person is not fairness, happy with what I was saying. In all fairness, whenever I try and challenge to something in ratings, you're always like, yeah, okay. Uh, like, so maybe maybe you've never learned that. <laughs> uh, however, this is a student comment. I've enjoyed the course and I find it useful in my writing skills in other subjects. The classes are fun and I enjoyed the discussion aspect of the subject. I'm happy with the grades I have achieved in tests and hope this continues right to the end exam. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> So that was my. That's what I thought was the case. Because um, I always alluded to this. Yeah. I did one of the mocks. So it, I, well, it says current grade D, target grade D, and uh, the critical thinking is quite like no one does well in it anyway. But no one does worse than a year. Uh, I say, yeah, well, yeah. However, I thought, well, that's a that, that's an odd thing to receive. In who would have a, yeah? Who would have a copy of my <laughs> school report? Because yeah. I thought it was either a stalker or a parent. And I got this email... By the way, is there not a teacher's comment on that as well? There is, I want to read out. Yeah, what does the teacher say? I just want to back myself here. What does the teacher say? Eileen? Yes, Eileen. Eileen says, Dan is a stupid cunt who's going to get a you. So sorry. What did Eileen say? Go on. says, Daniel has an excellent attendance record. You know that's not a good start. Yeah, I turn up. Thank you very much. You turn up, but don't do anything there. Uh, and is focused and engaged in class most of the time. He participates well in discussions and makes intelligent contributions. 
practicing the skills he has learned and um, learning the relevant critical thinking terminology should help him achieve a quote reasonable grade end quote in examinations thank you very much and you've got a you overall so it wasn't beyond me well Dan I think we still um, my brother is still really determined to get you uh, to call up OCR and get your papers back hashtag justice for Dan so, yeah. but yeah who who could have sent this email yeah, who has access to my score report? No, this is what happened whilst I was on holiday yeah so. you were away and I had a look and um, someone called Chris Rhodes so obviously related to you um, and I was like oh Dan um, is your is your dad called Chris and he's like I was no, like, no. I don't know anyone. Yeah, I was like, what, I was like, my dad's called Andrew. And, like, and he's with me in Istanbul, so he's not... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, maybe he's, maybe it's an uncle, but why would an uncle have a report card? And then I was like, wait, it's your mum. It's yeah. your, your mum's called Chris. And Matt kept asking me, who in your family is called Chris? And I kept being like, no, no one's called Chris. <laughs> now, and I had to text Dan saying... Isn't Chris your mum? And then I was like, oh shit, yeah, my mum's called Chris, and I had completely forgotten. I forgot my own mum's name. It wasn't until you said that, I was like, well, I just feel like a complete moron. <laughs> like, my mum's called Chris, and not once did it cross my... My mum's name is Chris Rhodes, and not once did I think, who is this Chris? <laughs> She's not going to enjoy this no. episode. Uh, however, I sent her a message um, saying... Hey Chris, great to finally meet you, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Brackets. My parents don't even know what podcasts are, and thank you for this image. It's so funny. Gonna read it out next time we record. Hope you are well, and hope you hope to catch you soon. Best wishes, Matt Hoss. Polite, nice. Very That's polite. a nice email. That's a nice email, yeah. And she repli- uh, replies saying, "I have listened to every podcast. They make me smile, and I have been mentioned in a couple, which is an added added bonus." Brackets. I am easily pleased. I don't think you'll be pleased in this one, though, Chris. I think, uh, <laughs> uh, if anything, you might want to stop listening. I have I have told my mum that I um, before this comes out that I did explain to my mum that I forgot her name. How did she react? She was like, "What? She just thought I was an idiot." Well, not wrong. <laughs> did get you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> There's more to that email, but I'll leave that a secret for the time being. Uh, so yeah, that, that was an email. Oh, I've got a message, sorry. She recently, uh, there's one, well, I did tell you the other, there is one criticism she had of that email. Oh, so she actually mentioned an email to you? She did mention the email to Okay, me. I didn't know this. And she said that um, you worded something incorrectly. Oh. Because so- apparently in that email, you just said it then, um, you said, hi Chris, nice to finally meet you. Yeah. And my mum just wanted to let you know that you haven't met her. <laughs> So can you not pretend that you have, please? Well, is that is that for tr- is that true? Yeah. She's like, can you tell Matt that he said? <laughs> you tell that, please. That he said in his email, "Nice to finally meet you." He hasn't met me by email. Well, she's a detective, man. She's very hot on this sort of thing. She doesn't she doesn't have anything to be misconstrued. Well, I was just trying to be pleasant and friendly. Uh, but she actually, literally yesterday, sent me a. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, you, you read that, and then I'm going to scroll up for you. What does that say that she's messaged me here? Oh, it's, a, no, it's just by a text, the bottom one. Found this book on bookshelf. Thought you could show Matt. That will make him smile. Now, what do you think this book is, Matt? That my mum has found on the bookshelf that she thinks I should show you to make you Oh, laugh. I'm not sure. Um, is it something we've talked about before? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. What sure. do you think, what kind of book do you think I could have that you could... Be like, that is the most damn book I've ever seen. The Karma Sutra? Now, Matt, what do I do, what do, I do for a living? Uh, what, do I, what do I enjoy doing as a pastime? Uh, you go on holidays? I go travel. on holidays. I travel, okay. Yeah. I travel. So I enjoy the world yes. and travel. What else do I enjoy, Matt? Uh, 
uh, that we've alluded to a lot in this podcast. We've had to edit that out, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, myths? No, I, I enjoy a food substance that I eat a lot of. Weetabix? Weetabix. So I like Weetabix. And travelling. And travelling. Uh, my friend is the world's. <laughs> that is Wheat Mix World Atlas. Yeah, that is the world's most damaged book. <laughs> the Weetabix World Atlas. Is that a World Atlas Very spot? 90s, that, isn't it? Is that a World Atlas sponsored by Weetabix? Or is it a, a Weetabix World Atlas? So Weetabix you can find all over the world. You know, McDonald's have different uh, kind of stuff they sell. Like... No, it's, a, it's a Weetabix published a World Atlas. Why? I don't know. And I probably. I think you could you could win them in their box of Weetabixes years and years and years ago. Late is that ni- like, late 90s, early 2000s. Is that why you had them? Because you bought so many of and them. I, yeah, and I won one because I just ate them. <laughs> I like won. <laughs> that is the most Dan Rhodes thing yeah. I've ever seen. I'm interested in the world and I'm interested in Weetabix. So I just thought you'd find that funny. Oh cause... my God. I, can I, can you find, uh, can, can we next time you go home? I'll try and bring it with me. Yeah, it's at home, yeah. If, oh my God. Oh my God. Um, well, we do a lot of advertising for Weebix on this podcast. We do. Anyway. But uh, I knew, she, she was right. I knew you'd enjoy that. Oh, wow. Uh, well, thank you, uh, Chris. It's great to finally meet you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, my favourite thing about that is that I, I've used incorrect terminology, which is exactly what you did in, in, in the teacher's comments, said you use incorrect terminology. Yeah. So we, we're very similar. Dan, we are very we? similar. Anyway, let's crack on with this myth. Matt, what is today's myth? Uh, today we're doing Antigone. Spelt Antigonony. It's, an- it's, it's spelt like Antigon. 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 Today we're doing Antigon. Anti. Sounds like a rock song. Now, Antigon. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Antigone, I've heard of her before. In fact, you may have heard of her very recently. We did in last week's episode because yes. she is the daughter of Oedipus, yes. and therefore the um, is she is the she? sister of Oedipus. She's half half sister. sister. Yeah, half sister. Are you still half sister, even though the other half is still your brother? Yeah, it's all it's half up relationship. Isn't okay, it? yeah, I think so. I get very confused by what relation someone is to someone else if they're if it's a product of incest. Well, it's, hopefully, it's the thing you have to figure out too much. Yeah, unless you're Charlotte. <laughs> Well, that's a joke. That is a joke. Wow. <laughs> Poor Charlotte. She's my favourite. The thing is, she's the only Matt fan. Uh, she's yeah. the only person that's ever said a nice thing about Matt, and <laughs> he's just ripped a new one. Wow. <laughs> Bless her. Um, anyway, so, no, Antigone, yeah. The, do, yeah. You, do you know much about Antigone, Dan? Well, I know that she was... <laughs> the, oh, for fuck's sake. The product, she was Oedipus' daughter, the product of an incestuous union between himself and his mother. But do you know the story of Antigone? No, I do not. And I should do, because as you know, I should have learned that in a Greek myth module we did at well at uni, and I didn't really listen. Antigone is the... It's a play. No, we talked about the cutting over me. <laughs> um, it, it is a play by Sophocles. It's part of the Theban trilogy. It comes after, uh, chronologically, it comes after Oedipus. Well, that makes sense, because Oedipus, being her father, had to have been born first. 
I hate you sometimes, Dan. <laughs> Honestly. <sighs> it's almost as bad as writing this tiny writing. Uh, um, anyway, uh, so um, what happens is that uh, there's three plays. Uh, it's Oedipus the King, Oedipus in Columbus. Uh, it's more of a philosophical play. Then it's Antigone. However, um, uh, chronologically speaking, Antigone was actually the first written by Sophocles. Um, they were all missed beforehand, but Sophocles uh, wrote Antigone first. So technically, Oedipus is a prequel. Uh, oh, so, okay. yeah. okay. so, um By the Star Wars movies! Is that the dramatic irony, boys? <laughs> or Brian the Eagle? <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys! Yeah. I miss Brian. Oh, he, I miss he's he'll be back, he'll be back. Shall I get a tattoo of Brian? Don't, please, for the love of God. As, a, as your friend... Do not get a tattoo of Brian the Eagle. Because he doesn't look like Because it. it'll be funny for like one episode of the podcast and it's like, you have that for life now, a goddamn Brian the Eagle tattoo. So uh, for, for um, do you know... One of the lesser known characters, of course, <laughs> in Greek mythology. It's not as big as, uh, you know, Atlanta or or the state of Ad- uh, Atlanta uh, in, in Georgia. You still owe me five pounds. <clears throat> um, I don't actually because they gave me five pounds when we were in Yorkshire. So yeah, I like the wheat bigs, but I actually did. Oh, shots fired, mate! Shots fired! <laughs> I'll get you a hundred wheat bits on the hundredth. You know, on the thirtieth episode, uh, we say we're going to do prophecies. Yeah, which I, I'm not going to remind you about again because you'll forget about it. So and that's. Um, I have actually already forgotten what they were, so that's kind of working. Yeah. Well. Yeah, basically, um, uh, I reckon uh, on episode 30, I'll get you uh, 100 wheat pictures. Okay, thank That'll you. That'll be a live Peter service special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, what was the Antigone, saying? Oedipus is actually a prequel to Antigone. Was something. I saying something else after that? Something about Antigone, I guess. Oh, I studied Antigone at school as well. Uh, uh, the same module as uh, Oedipus as well. So, um, let's get cracking then. Also, I haven't read it, so I'll, I'll fill in any details that I'm missing. Yeah. So, long story short, Antigone is both the daughter and the sister of Oedipus. Yes. And she, importantly, uh, I'm thinking about the covers in a sec, she also has, well, uh, she has a sister called Ismene, and also uh, she, uh, her siblings are uh, Etiocles and Poly... Polynices. Polynices. They're going to come up in a minute. Yes. Take away. Um, so long story short, let's just do a recap because it does lead on from your yeah. last episode. Oedipus. Oedipus found out that he... Squirted up his mum. Found out that... <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, very romantically put there by, by Matt. You said that I got romantic, huh? Yeah. That's what I put in that poem for that girl yes. in Harlem. Squirted up his mum, got, um, got his mum up the duff and then uh, realised and gouged she hung himself... Self, and then he um, gouged his own eyes out. And exiled himself. And exiled himself from Thebes. So when Oedipus left the kingdom of Thebes, um, he entrusted the... Uh, he was entrusted... When Oedipus left the kingdom of Thebes, the kingdom was entrusted to Creon, as Oedipus's sons were too young to ascend to the rule. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, who is reading. Later, the brothers started fighting over who will rule Thebes. Being the older brother, Polynices believed that he had the birthright, but it, it took... Etiocles ousted him. Polynices, with an army, invaded Thebes, and in that battle, both the brothers died. So basically, both brothers have got a... It's mine! No, it's mine! No, yes. it's mine! No, it's mine! So no, it's mine! Game no, it's mine! Kind of Let's thing. have a battle. Oh, we're both dead. Yeah. So it's quite Game of thrones uh, And we referred to this in uh, episode 18 with Tiresias, is that uh, Tiresias actually helped... Well, he tried He tried to be the peacemaker in this, because yeah. it was the War of Thebes, and basically it was like a civil war, and Tiresias was one of the only one of the few people to actually be the peacemaker in all that as yeah. well. 
Uh, however, what happened to them then? Well, Creon declared after they both died in the battle that Aetiocles would be honoured with a burial. So they both died? They both died in the battle, yeah. Yeah. Aetiocles would be honoured with a burial um, since he'd been the one that fought for Thebes, whereas Polynices was obviously... Uh, trying to be the naughty one, and trying yeah. To, yeah. So well, he he didn't want they didn't want him to have burial rights. Well, I would have thought it'd be the other way around if it was technically his birthright and Aetiocles rebelled with an army. Isn't it? Shouldn't it be Polynices that? No, Polynices was the one that got the army to be like, Oi, oh, I see. If you don't gotcha. want me to be king, I'll make myself king. Okay, so yeah. I think that's where everyone came from. That so kind yeah, of point so yeah, then Aetiocles is in the right then. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Antigone tried to secure a respectful burial for her brothers. Um, for- so Aetiocles has been buried. He's got a proper burial. He's got a proper burial. Polynices, he's left out in the desert. Yeah, and that is uh, that's an awful uh, sin against the and gods. Funeral rites is a it's a big thing in the Greeks. Yeah, the royalty. So, and uh, we'll talk about this more. However, um, this is this is the start of the, the law of the gods versus the law of man, and this is where this is kind of the discussion of this play. Antigone tried to secure a respectful burial for her brother Polynices, even though he was seen as a traitor to Thebes. Their sister, Ismene, opposed her, saying women cannot fight with men, as they are much stronger. But Antigone was not afraid of death, and believed she would die with nobility. So, Antigone, against the advice of her sister, wants to bury him, even though she knows Creon, he is now, again, the king, he, he, uh, he, he will kill her if anyone goes out to bury Polynices. So she's just trying to be a good sister. Yes, uh, and she wants to do it. She wants to be pious and do right by the gods. However, Creon says the law of man he says, "If you go out there and bury him, I will kill you." And do you remember how Creon was in uh, Oedipus? We didn't talk about it much, but Oedipus uh, in Oedipus, uh, I mentioned that he was a good person, wasn't yeah. he? He was nice and loved. However, since being the king, it's a harder, it's a harder job. And he's he's having to be more tough, yeah. miserable, and he, he actually becomes a bit more like Oedipus, uh, not banging his, but uh, he he's less he's less uh, in in the play. Oedipus is really kind of snarly and kind of he's not miserable, but he just he's a, he loses patience quickly, and this is like Creon now, yeah. and Creon's turned into that kind of uh, miserable king figure as well. Yeah. So uh, in the play, Creon and Antigone fight and discuss this lawing because she wants to bury Polynices. Creon does not want that to happen. Yeah. He's a traitor. He'll die a traitor. Antigone quarrels with, uh, with Creon, and uh, she mentions that it's supposed to be that the love of the gods to bury him, as opposed to um, uh, she shouldn't be bitter about it. However, we also learn that the reason why Ismene doesn't want her to bury her brother, brother is because that. If Antigone dies, she's left by herself. So she's been, not selfish, but she doesn't want Antigone to die as well. She's, yeah, because then she's lost two brothers and a yeah. sister. She's lost all of her siblings. And in this, and, but that's also the reason why Antigone wants to do it, because she's lost her brothers, you know. Her, and she says in the play, uh, oh, I can, um, I can get a new husband, I can get a new son, but I can't replace my brother, which is... Uh, I, I, I think she can afford not to be less clingy to her family, yeah. knowing her family's reputation. I, I do have a question, actually. Do the siblings know that they are the product of incest? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think so. But, you know, just don't mention it, if yeah. you know what I mean. However, we also learn of a new character called Haemon. Uh, and Haemon is Creon's son. Okay. And importantly, he's also Antigone's lover. Oh, Dave's been getting it. Oh, oh yeah. Spunking at the mum. Dave. <laughs> Damn, Antigone. My name's Hermon. I reckon that's how he talks. 
Uh, my name's Heymon. My name's Heymon. I'm gonna go Heymon. Hey, y'all. Yeah. It's uh, Heymon. Um, so, that's Creon's son. And, uh, isn't that a bit incestuous again? If it's her cousin? Well, who was Creon to Oedipus? Uh, that... Oedipus' uncle? Uh, it's Oedipus' brother-in-law. So it would be, uh, Creon's is the uncle of Antigone. Meaning that Haemon is the cousin of Antigone. Yes, they're first cousins, aren't they? Yeah. Is that, it's, it's better than... Mom. Brother and mum, yeah. yeah. Brother and mum, yeah. Uh... I love the idea that, like, can you imagine that being Antigone? How did your, oh my god, how did your brothers die? Oh, they had an argument about the throne, and then they, like, murdered each other. It was really quite embarrassing. I thought you had an older brother, Oedipus. What happened to him? Nothing. <laughs> no, no, nothing. Uh, didn't he like, get blind or something? No. No. Creon no. No. then, uh, after talking to Antigone, he's frustrated, so he makes a public declaration. Anyone that goes to bury him will be prosecuted and will die. Uh, and, but the gods don't like this. Uh, however, um, a sentry goes to Creon and inform him that Polynices has secretly been buried. Creon is furious and Plans to violently punish the man. So she has gone through with it and, and buried him. He, well, he, uh, Kareem furiously plans to violently punish the man who did this, but probably, yeah, it's Antigone has done this. Yeah. You'd think he would know it was Antigone. He it's kept like, telling yeah. her, don't bury him, don't bury him, don't bury him. Hey, Creon, uh, someone's buried Polynices. Ah, a guy's done it. Like, <laughs> surely these first port of call will be like, Antigone. Well, it's not, pretty obvious she did it. She's let, the only person that's been asking to bury him. Let me just remind you of the family of... Uh, uh, there's an oracle who said, uh, um, My son will grow up to kill his dad and murder his mum. The dad's been dead, but I'm being married to this random person who I don't know. And it's in the family. They're not really good with that kind of thing. No, that's they, true. No deduction skill. So the body's been laid to rest, which is good. However, Antigone performs the burial rites, but she is brought to Creon, who is angry. Antigone, however, does not regret her actions and is willing to accept her punishment. Do you want me to read out a quote? Yeah, she says, I knew I must die, even without your decree, I am only mortal. Can anyone living, as I live, with all evil about me, think of death less than a friend? This death, O oh mine, is of no importance, but I have left my brother uh, lying in death and buried. I should have suffered, now I do not. You smile at me. Ah, Creon, think me a fool, if you like, but it may be that the fall convicts me of folly. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I got ten uh, percent of that. Yeah. Basically, she's saying, "Hey, I can live with myself now that I've given my brother a correct burial." Yeah. So Ismene is brought forth to Creon and Antigone. Ismene confesses and that she is guilty, but Antigone, this is not true. Uh, so Antigone is like, "No, she refuses." Oh, so the other sisters come in and say, "It's me." Yeah, so she can get her off the hook. Uh, but Antigone refuses to allow Ismene to take any blame for the crime she did not commit. In I was about to say, this family is very close, but they are... Yeah. Literally very, very close. close. Yeah. Yeah. But I know, they all respect, they all like each other. However, I think, actually, Antigone's quite annoyed at Ismene, because she didn't want to help him bury her. So Antigone's like, no, I don't want any, I don't want you part of it, you know. You, didn't, you did not I want to suffer the consequences. Yeah. You yeah. did not help our brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. But she feels guilty that she didn't help. So Haemon, Creon's son, uh, visits Creon to attempt him to spare Antigone, because he says he's going to kill her. At first, Haemon seems placating and willing to obey his father. 
However, it seems later that Haemon's loyalty lies with Antigone, as he tries to convince his father to let Antigone live. Haemon mentions that the people of Thebes side with Antigone and, Creon, and asks Creon to uh, yield to reason. Creon angrily refuses, and Haemon becomes angry, saying that... Uh, uh, say, Haemon's saying, then she must die, but her death will cause another. Uh, so he's trying to be reasonable about it. He yeah. says if you kill her, others will die. Uh, Creon thinks that this is a threat on his own life. But at the end, uh, he realised that Haemon was talking about himself. So he says, oh, one other person will die. It means himself, but Creon thinks it's a threat towards him. So he feels a bit more protect. He feels a bit, a bit scared. If you yeah. Know. Creon decides to imprison Antigone in a stone vault, uh, giving her a little food and water, but ultimately, sentencing, but ultimately sentencing her to death. Before she's locked away, <coughs> she coughs and says, uh, I have tuberculosis, help me. <laughs> and she dies in natural causes. The end. Uh, before she's locked away, Antigone speaks of the curse of her on her father that caused her death and curses Creon as well. Whilst in the vault, she meets a minotaur. And he goes, I'm a little minotaur. I'm a film. And in the meantime, Tiresias, again, he's like, dude, just let it lie. You know, it's going to end badly if you imprison and kill her. You have to respect the gods. But Creon's angry and pushes him away. Poor dude. Tiresias visits Creon, warning him about the sign from the gods and telling him that he should yield. Creon grows angry and Tiresias uh, accuses Tiresias of seeking money. The same as uh, Oedipus did in Oedipus Rex as well. Tiresias grows angry as well and gives Creon a final warning that starts to unnerve him. After advice from Tiresias, Creon decides to free Antigone. However. That's good. Creon hurries, but he's already locked her in the the vault. Creon hurries to bury Polynices' body and, and rushes to free Antigone from her imprisonment. As he approaches the stone vault, he realises that Haemon is there, lamenting. Antigone is dead. She hung herself in the stone vault. Haemon is devastated. Who's just been leaving rope around in the stone vault? Here's some water, here's some crisps. And here's a rope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Haemon, he's angry and upset. He goes over to Creon and he grabs the sword out of his uh, belt buckle and pulls it out. Creon thinks he's about to attack him, and he does. He starts to swing, but he misses. And Haemon, devastated, he uses it on himself. He kills himself with his Because well, he missed. No, he, he, he's just like, ah, oh, I don't want to kill you. I'll just kill myself. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's, it's a Greek tragedy, mate. That's uh, true, yeah. Sorry, I forgot what that was. Eurydice, Haemon's mother and Creon's wife, hears the news of uh, her son's death. And she kills herself, cursing Creon before she dies. People love to just like a good old suicide, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, Creon feels guilty and wishes to die, uh, but he doesn't do that. What he does, and I this is a quote from the play, he just sits in a darkened room and thinks about life, and that's uh, uh, like a very philosophical. So yeah, he's just kind of well. He, he seems that like he just dies in that room, but he just sits in a darkened room and t- to feel guilt and remorse. Uh, and uh, Tiresias at the end says, There is no happiness where there is no wisdom. No wisdom but in submission to the gods. Big words are always punished, and proud men in old age learn to be wise. Thanks for listening to this myth. 
Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link, I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of missed podcasts in small doses. Okay, so that was Antigone. Some big stuff there. It's quite a lot more philosophical. It's very deep, isn't it? Lots yeah. of thought-provoking stuff. And it's more to do with, uh, again, law, law of God versus law of man. Is the right to be pious as well, and uh, funeral rights as well. So, what did you think about it, Dan? It was good. I think the overriding, fa- like the overriding arc of like family, <laughs> friendship, the love for one, like look, got each other's backs. I like quite like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the two brothers didn't because they went to battle. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not a great point. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think they. It's kind of a mess. Like, that's a big one messed up family, isn't it? It is very yes, very messed up family. They're all. I mean, they're all cousins and uncles and brothers, sisters. I do sure. find it weird that she's attracted to her cousin. It's like, come on, mate. Well, like, back in the day, didn't they? First cousins was like just the done thing, wasn't it? Like it wasn't seen like, as that odd. It's it's odd now. <laughs> <laughs> my first kiss was from my cousin. See, you say things like that, and I, I, when else I said, oh, mate, I know you too well to know that's probably true, isn't it? Right. Not Please, me. you're going to have to explain yourself. To the <laughs> you can't just say your first kiss was your cousin, right. and you just, you just let that slide. All right, so, uh, it's with a girl called Madison. Who's uh, your cousin? Who, it, I'm distantly related to her. Uh, I've, in all fairness... Not a first cousin? No, it's not first cousin. It's like... It's one of those like family members that you haven't. I, it's the only first time I met her was at a wedding. My cousin's sister, still your cousin. Matt, yeah. <laughs> my cousin's cousin, myself. <laughs> Who's my brother? <laughs> He's my second guest. <laughs> right, it's actually a fun story because uh, what had happened is I um I was at a wedding, right? Uh, it was a really fancy do on as well, and it was me and my family were proper like working class in suits. Just look, we looked like um. They're kind of like black bin bags, but like uh, like dressed up. If you know what I mean, just kind of like we we look very natural to be there. If you know what I mean, uh, but I um we, we went there and I got it's the first time I got drunk in front of my family. I was like sixteen or something like that, and uh, it was really kind of weird. Uh, and I I got drunk and we were dancing. There was this girl called Madison who was quite attractive. Uh, I just started chatting to her. I asked her to dance. So it was quite cool. We talked her in the trees, and then later in the night. Uh, I, I, I didn't know who she was, by the way. Uh, well, I went in for a kiss. She was a bit hesitant, but uh, we, we kissed, and it was really nice. But then my mum comes up, and she goes, Oh, Matt, it's good to see that you're getting to know your, your second cousin a little bit better. And I was like, well, she didn't tell me about that. <laughs> Why didn't she mention that, you know? Well, maybe we had a lot in common, like DNA. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, isn't that weird though? Okay, like, it's not your first cousin. That's that makes it somewhat yeah. bearable, and I, and I guess. Thing, I didn't know who she was as well. Like, yeah, I it's think an Oedipus. What was that? It's like Oedipus. You just didn't know who it was. Wait, mate. Uh, well, I, it was not intentional. If you know what I mean. But the other times. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm glad you explained that because I didn't want you to just say to the podcast that your first kiss was your cousin and then we just leave it like it was nothing. <laughs> we always do. Uh, yeah, uh, there's more to that story. No, there isn't. No, yeah, God. Um, <laughs> I squirted yeah. my mum. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, your child's now seven. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's nice you think I had sex when I was 16. Not for a long time, my friend. Um, anyway. In life, yeah, so no, I think there was a, there was a, it was a nice, nice moral. Uh, so or nice, nice. The overarching of family. You know what? If you want to bury someone, Matt, you bury someone after they're dead. That must be. Don't just bury someone alive. That's the opposite. 
This is also another case of half measures as well. Creon was like, no, I'm going to punish you, and you're going to be in a stone vault, and you'll die there. First of all, you just kill her. Or secondly, if you're going to just imprison her, and she want her to die, don't give her food or water, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or rope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or more rope, if anything. Anyway, let's rank this mother out of... I mean, used mother in a, in a pun sense. Um, incest and stuff. Um, I made a joke in the last episode, Oedipus, where I said, like, I made a joke that he was a motherfucker, and you didn't even acknowledge it. Oh, no, I did... Well, I noticed it then. I thought it was funny, but sometimes, you know... We, we both make jokes which are funny, which I'm sure the listener will laugh heartily at, but I just didn't laugh at it. Sorry, Dan. It's okay. Are you... Dan, are you going to write this one normally? I'll write this one normally, I promise. Right. So, Antigone. Life skills. Practical things we learned. So, what did we learn, Dan? We learned that... Uh, we learned how to hang yourself in a vault. <laughs> uh, we learned how to bury our brother. We learned how to bury our brother. We learned to take the blame uh, for taking your brother, even if you didn't actually bury yeah, him. Yeah. We learned, yeah. we learned how to steal the limelight from your sister. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah girl. Uh, we we learned, learned how to lament the gods. We learned how to uh, steal a sword and then kill myself with it. Yeah. Learned to... Um, I wouldn't say it's high, put it that way. No, I, I don't think it's mega high. Uh, I think we learned how to uh, betray the gods, but that's more of a moral, I guess. Um... Should we say about a five-ish? I was going to say a four. I think, you, again, you've got to compare these to other myths we've had. In comparison, yeah. In comparison, other ones have always had, like, oh, we learn how to do this, and we learn how to do this. I mean, this has just been like, oh, I learned how to hang myself and stab myself. Like, it's not huge. Yeah, I think four. Morals. Four. I think it should be quite high. Like uh, I can say, it's about family. I mean... Forget all the fact that they're all related. We'll put that to one side. The fact is that they all stood up for each other and they... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess it's about caring for your brothers and sisters and uh, family as well. Um, learn that you should respect the dead. Um, yep. You should um, be willing to listen to the words of wise men like Tiresias. You should be... Uh, you should put the law of man... Uh, you should, you know, uh, respect the gods. That's, that's yeah. what it ultimately is. It's about being pious and... Well, respecting fellow man as well. Yes. Because Creon is letting his power dictate his... Uh, and that's what costs him uh, his family, really. Um, we learned that if... So you are right, yeah. The overarching moral is a big one, which is that just don't get ahead of yourself. Don't yeah. be greedy. Respect others. It's about being humble. Yeah. It's, it's about, uh, yeah, it's about uh, learning to respect, I guess. Um, or else it will cost you your family. Oh, I also learned um, that... If one of your family members dies, just kill yourself, and that makes the problem way worse. Yeah. Uh, six. Anything else we want to add? Anything else we missed? I, I think a six is fair. I think a six is fair. It's got a good overarching moral, but it's not massive. Is it the same as Oedipus? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. Which I guess makes sense, because it's yeah. still the same themes. Family, but it's different. Trail, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, accidental prophecies. Yeah, it has that kind of art to it. Uh, so creativity, um, not as high as Oedipus. No, I don't think it's particularly creative at all. Actually, if I'm honest. Well, I it's with Oedipus, by other myth standards. But yeah, I think with Oedipus had that kind of like oh, who um, both believe in different things. However, with this, it's more to do with oh, I I believe my brother should be thing. Creon's like no. Tyrese is like no. Uh, but she does it anyway, and then uh, she kills... I think the only creative thing is that she was in a stone vault. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't even like any monsters or great deaths. Everything yeah. was just meh. 
Maybe like a two or something like that. I was going to go two or three, honestly. I, is it, wait, is it, well, I've been too harsh on it. I think a three. It's not going what? as harsh as a two. I mean, it's, I mean it's, there is it, some creativity what, what, to it. What creativity? It has a storyline. Yeah, there's, there there's is story- a narrative. That's, that's a minimum of three. Yeah. yeah. And WTF. So, uh, I think this is this will score decent, I think. Uh, stone Vault. Uh, hang yourself in Stone First Vault. First Cousins. Uh, First Cousins. Um, is that WTF or W? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not advocating... Oh, but Increasingly, it sounds like you're advocating the love of two cousins. Do you know who my uh, my first kiss was? It was with my cousin. My cousin was Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Charlotte. Uh, uh, so, um, the murder of Hyman, the uh, murder of uh, well, the suicide of Hyman. Hyman. Sorry, uh, hi, 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 what did I say? Uh, you said a Hyman. <laughs> the murder of Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did with Madison afterwards. <laughs> no, no, no. no. For the record, Matt is saying he broke his own cousin's hymen. <laughs> what? That, that's in your, what's that in your hand? Madison's hymen. <laughs> what do you think a hymen is? It's a bit of plastic that stays up there. It's, it's not a fucking Jaffa cake, mate. You <laughs> wonder if it was a Jaffa cake. No, it's not. I actually don't know the science behind it. I assume it's a piece, a piece of skin or a piece of cells or something. What actually is it? We aren't the guys that discuss it. If anyone can email us at me. <laughs> Chris, send us another picture. Yeah, because I would <laughs> Sorry, too much. Not like that. I just meant like a, a biological drug. Yeah, can someone tell us I'm what I'm pretty sure is? it's a piece of skin which is um, broken upon um, a sexual intercourse. Yes. Wow, we have gone off track today, haven't we? Anyway, Heyman, the guy who's in love with Antigone. <laughs> Heyman the Heyman. Broke himself. Uh, yeah, so Heyman, he, he murdered himself. Eurydice murdered herself as well. Uh, and Creon sits in a darkened room as well. Yes. That's three consecutive messed up things. And also, there's no ruler to look after uh, Thebes anymore. Uh, I guess Ismene is probably the only one left. Yep. Uh, but they're probably one that a lady rule as well. So uh, I love the idea in that court when they were like, do you, Antigone, think, believe, like, do you plead guilty to burying your brother? And she's like, uh, door swings open. I did it! Oh, fucking hell, isn't yeah. she, You had one job to yeah. shut up. <laughs> shut up and put up. Uh, she, yeah, she's obviously a attention seeker, is is Mene here as well. However, yeah, I. Is this, I think maybe like a five or a six? Maybe, I think six, maybe. But what else happened? Well, I guess not burying someone's kind of bit messed up, but also the war as well. Uh, I was going to say, that's pretty messed up. These two brothers just couldn't settle their arguments. They just got a massive battle to happen. Yeah. Didn't think about anyone else. Like most wars, Dan. Like most wars. And it's weird how people sided. One, you know, some people sided with... Some people say... Because they were like, well, to be fair, he was born first. And others sided with... Athletes who were like, you know, actually, to be fair to him, he was nice about it. And may I just say that there's probably a lot of refugees there, and we welcome refugees on this podcast. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> not on the podcast. I mean, like you're welcome no, to the country. Yeah. We don't, you can come on for a guest slot if you want. <laughs> I just want to make up from last time. Yeah. Dan slandered me. <laughs> also, practice safe sex. Also, but yeah. Are we going for five or six? I'm tempted to go five. Five. Yeah. There we have it. Four oh. for life skills, six for morals, three for creativity, That's not five for... Du- I can already tell this is 18. low scoring. Four at six is ten. 
Add a three is 13. Add a five is 18. As I just said, 18. Wow. Oedipus was 31. That's a massive drop, isn't it? But then again, as I say, this. Oh, you're such a fucking prick. You said the small handwriting again. <laughs> He's an 18 in the small... Oh, honestly, it just gets my skin out, man. Stop it. Dude, that's not even a particularly order, like legible 18, is it? I'll make it a bit bigger. No, it's just a sm- Oh, it's a smudge. Why do people listen to this, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was 18, yeah. I think it got not a huge scoring one. It was it was a bit more. It was too. Unfortunately, we've come to. Sometimes we have too good of myths like Oedipus, Hercules. They're like myths, myths. That, the They've proper... got monsters and death and yeah. love and it's just so much going on and complicated uh, narratives and compli- uh, interchange of relationships yeah, yeah. and blah, and heroes. And a lot of them are, f- are heroes. They're flawed in one way or another. Yeah. I wouldn't say any of these characters. They were too normal almost. Well, then again, I think Creon is also he's supposed to be that kind of misanthropic uh, king figure, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He 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 wants he wants to abuse that power he has. And however, Antigone, yeah, I guess there's not a lot happening. It's not quite a lot of stock characters, I guess. But then again, Antigone does seem quite resourceful, if you know what I mean. However, I think in the play setting it'll be interesting. However, just looking at the bare bones of the summary and the myths, I think the plot might. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it. If just... Antigone was on during, if Antigone was like a soap opera, it would be on at like twelve in the afternoon, Monday to Thursday. <laughs> Imagine that, just kind of like cheery ukulele music. It'd be like that. You know that documentary? That's, uh, not documentary. You know that opera that is always on when you're if you ever stay at home when you're ill. Doctors. Yeah, oh, doctors. Yeah, my friend was in doctors. That's like what Antigone is. Yeah. Just, have you ever met anyone who follows doctors? Watches it regularly? Yeah, unemployed people. Is it like yeah. you, you, that would be an Antigone? I think it's like just normal I th- people. I think that's too hot. I think Antigone is a good play, though. I think, um, especially after the, it is a good part. Of the oh, I'm sure it's a very good play, yeah, yeah, and it's important myth. But I think in terms of your Oedipuses and your Herculeses and your Prometheus, yeah, I mean, there's a not a huge one, but it was worth knowing because it helps us with a lot of family members <laughs> in the arc of Oedipus. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you for listening to episode 22. Uh, I hope you've had a, a nice time. Um, We've had two very incestuous podcasts in the last two weeks. Um, has, has it inspired you to be incestuous, Dan? No. That's a big question mark at the end of there. Well, I do have a wedding with Matt's cousin. Next <laughs> week, That's it. Yeah. What if you got married to that girl? Matt, I feel like we're too... If we were friends, I feel like... Oh, sorry, if we were friends, we are friends. <laughs> I feel like because we're friends, I, I feel like we have a friendship that is such that if I was to meet any of your female cousins, I would feel like it were incest too. Because I feel like we're brothers, and I, I feel like that is really sweet. Yeah. Thanks, man. If we're brothers, that means if we make out, is it wrong? No, we know deep down we're not brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end the podcast by making out. Bye, Chris Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, Mum, if you're listening, we never really do shout-outs to her as much. She yeah. does listen to every episode, to be fair. So uh, no, honestly, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate uh, you listening. It's finally great to meet you. And it's funny, because I actually have met your mum. Oh, uh, so I've met, met my mum. Yeah, <laughs> I've met my mum. Uh, yeah, it, um, my mum is a delight. She, uh, she, does, she has not listened to the podcast, and to be honest, and she should be horrified to the things I say in it, so... Don't listen to it, Mum. Uh, I'm actually really, like, um, like, being very serious. I'm honestly uh, so, like, uh, really touched that your, your parents, or your, your mum listens to it. It's really sweet. At least you have a mum that cares. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's because my mum doesn't find me particularly funny. So, well, so is mine. <laughs> yeah, so she's just searching forever. Because people keep telling her who I am, so I think she's is, is using it as a reason. Right, episode 22. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Well, here's hoping this one's actually good. Yeah. Well, let's let's hope for twenty three, Dan. Let's, uh, maybe episode twenty three, you'll finally get there. Uh, but no, Matt, would you like to do some social? How do people get in contact with us if they do want to email her in, like Charlotte, like last week, and like my mum? Uh, so, either uh, the first way you can go in contact with us is uh, go to your nearest window, open it up, shout loudly in the street, Dan, Ma, I've got a myth for you. If we're not in the vicinity, we won't hear that. No, so, alternatively, go to a computer. Type into the old computer. If I now hear that walking down the street, I'm going to be very impressed. Oh, i tell you what, if you actually do see me and Dan around, just go, Welcome to Myths. Do that to us, alright? Yeah. I'll go, Shouldn't you be at Peterborough Services? What are you doing? Make out with your cousin again? <laughs> Those kind of jokes. Yeah. I'll be like, This guy knows. Practice safe sex. <laughs> Is that Brian the Eagle? Just any reference, really. Any reference. Oh, I, um, remind me, uh, before I, um, oh, do follow us on social media uh, at Miss Podcast and on Twitter and Facebook. Also, please email us at MissPodcast at gmail.com. Give us how many stars on iTunes, Dan? Five. Uh, and please re- uh, leave a review. Thank you for leaving a review. If you have done already, we, they really help and we appreciate it. Before we go, um, just to let you know, I'm doing Edinburgh Fringe this year, uh, Dan. Go on then. What was that? Plug oh, away. I was gonna. Well, you seem very thrilled about me. Uh, then it gets. I bet it's comedy. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I did a gig last night uh, yeah. in Hastings. I love that people would leave your comedy gig being like, "Was that performance art?" Because I'm not sure if I did a gig in Hastings yesterday, and they questioned that as well before the show. That this old lady goes, "Oh, is it comedy?" And it's like, "Yes, it is." Oh, are you the comedian? Yes, I am. Is it funny? I don't know. How was <laughs> the show, Matt Edinburgh? Uh, I am doing a show with a guy called Nice Lovell. Uh, we're doing a two-hander show, so I'll be doing half an hour. He'll be doing half an hour, and uh, we're doing it every day. The fringe from the fourth to the twenty-fifth of uh, August. Uh, we are at the Free Broomsticks at seven o'clock to eight o'clock. And right, do you know what? Do you know what it's called, Dan? Right. What is it called? The person I'm working with is Nigel Lovell. I'm Matt Horst. We've called it Lovell's Labour's Host. I expected more. Like Love's Labour's Lost. Yeah, but like, come on, that's a good pun! That's a good pun! Will people get it there? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like much of my comedy, I do it much for me, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but anyway, are you going to come along and see it, Dan? I might do, actually, yeah. But yeah, uh, do come along, uh, it's 7 to 8, uh, and do come, uh, we would love for, if, you're, if you are a Miss fan and you like what we do, uh, please come and see if we do stand-up as well. It's a bit different to what I am in here, but definitely, uh, it's definitely funny, isn't it, Dan? It is funny, no, uh, it is, your stand-up is good, you are good at it. Sound more realistic, Rita. yeah. Strain to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's actually quite good. Oh man. Oh, it's, uh, well, maybe by episode twenty-three, I can make them laugh as well. But like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Do come up to Edinburgh, and uh, we'll see you next week. That's how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, without fail. Yeah. All right, Dan. Let's make out before we finish this. All right. See you soon, guys. Bye. Hey, mate. Is that your cousin? Uh, oh, Madison. No.
you because it's something I'm, I'm going to edit out. What's up with a girl from Milan? Carry on. <laughs> no! <laughs> you said it like I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do also know this is girl. That, yeah. is, that, is that why you went there? Yeah.